Mediterranean Power Bowl. She spelled it correctly, and it was something that was on the menu. He then told her that he wanted the scallop and pork belly risotto. At 5 10 p.m., the defendant called 3V Restaurant to place the order. She got the order correct. She gave the correct name for pickup, Patrick. The hostess who took the call said there was nothing out of the ordinary about this call. She was able to understand the defendant, that um, her voice was not slurred or impaired in any way. At 5.15 p.m., Patrick Clancy headed out the door to run these errands at the defendant's request. As he left, she texted him Pedialax liquid stool softener. Surveillance footage shows Mr. Clancy at CVS on Summer Street in Kingston at 5.32 p.m. He goes to the medication aisle, the children's medication aisle. Phone records show that he called the defendant at 5.33 p.m. and she did not answer the phone. She then calls him back at 5.34 p.m. and the call lasted 14 seconds. He's there at the store unsure of which medication to get and she tells him exactly what she wants. He had no issues communicating with her. It was a completely normal call, although he did mention that she seemed like she was in the middle of something. She sure he was. He's on surveillance footage during this time, exiting that aisle and appeared to be using his phone. He then heads to the register, makes his purchase, and leaves the store at 5.37 p.m. He's next seen on footage at 3V Restaurant at 5.54 p.m. He picks up the, the food and he's out of there within a minute. When he arrives home, the first thing he noticed was the silence. He did not see or hear the defendant or the children. He actually called her cell phone at 6.09 p.m. looking for them, and she did not answer. He went to their bedroom on the second floor, and the door was locked. He was able to open it, and when he looked inside, he saw blood on the floor in front of a full-length mirror and the window open. Oh. He immediately runs downstairs and into the backyard, <clears throat> where he finds the defendant laying on the ground. She appeared to have cuts on her wrists and neck, but he stated to 911 that those wounds were no longer bleeding. She was conscious. He called 911. During this time, he asked the defendant, what did you do? She responded to him, I tried to kill myself and jumped out the window. During the 911 call, Patrick can be heard asking the defendant, where are the kids? He later told police that she replied, in the basement. Oh. So immediately after this happened, she knew what she had done and she knew where the kids were. Oh. Hi, Brenda. When EMS arrived, he asked them to stay with her so he could go find his kids. This is brutal. The 911 call kept going. This was today in court. Patrick can be heard on the 911 call entering the home and heading to the basement. Hi there, Michael. At one point, he calls out, guys. He can then be heard screaming in agony and shock as Ooh. he found his children. Oh. His screams seem to get louder and more agonized as it the time the passes. Oh. Cora and Callan were on the floor in the den area of the finished basement, which is to the left when you walk down the stairs. While Dawson was alone on the floor in his father's home office, which is to the right when you go down the stairs. I know, Kathleen. Each oh. child still had the exercise band that was used to strangle oh. them tied around their necks when their father found them. Oh. Dawson and Callan were face down on the floor. Cora was on her side with her torso tor 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 turned towards the floor. He removed the bands and begged them to breathe. He continued to scream uncontrollably and screamed for officers to come to the basement. Hi, Jason. The dispatchers are hearing this and they send help down to the basement. And when they encounter Patrick, he yells out, she killed the kids. Oh, my. 
God. The police rushed the children to ambulances that brought them to the hospital, and unfortunately, Cora and Dawson were declared dead at the hospital. Callan was med-flighted to Boston Children's Hospital. Medical staff was able to restart his pulse, but not his brain activity. Huh. He was placed on life support for several days before passing away. Seven the defendant was transported to South Shore Hospital and then to a Boston area hospital where she remains. She sustained several broken bones in her back and her rib cage. The police were able to find several notebooks in the defendant's home pursuant to a search warrant and also notes on her phone that were similar to journal entries. In the months, weeks, and days preceding January 24th, 2023, the defendant meticulously detailed her daily activities, her children's lives, her mental state, Hi and there, her medication Michelle. use. Tell him her writing was clear, precise, and articulate. Gut-wrenching is she a good word. She never indicated that she was hallucinating, no. delusional, no. or had disordered thoughts or speech. No. In all of her writing, she appears to know who she is, where she is, the date, and with whom she's interacted. Wow. She wrote a note on her phone the day before killing the children, stating that she had, quote, a touch of postpartum anxiety. Touch. End quote, around returning to work. Hi there, Richard. Terrible. She wrote that her psychiatrist had prescribed medication to help her. The defendant was initially diagnosed, according to her husband, with generalized anxiety disorder. She was then evaluated at the Women and Infant I don't know, Center for Women's so Behavioral in Providence, Rhode Island, oh. on December 20th, 2022. Figure she was in Providence. There, after an evaluation, she was told in the presence of her husband I agree, that, Annie. by psychiatrists that she did not have postpartum depression and that she had no symptoms of postpartum depression. No further questions. You're she witness. wrote in her journal that at times she had suicidal ideation in December of 2022. No symptoms of she psychosis. she also told her husband that she had suicidal thoughts or and on one occasion Nothing. thoughts of harming her children. But she did not write or voice those thoughts after a stay at the hospital. When she had those thoughts, she consulted with a psychiatrist and with her husband, and then she committed herself to McLean Hospital agree, on January 1st, 2023. She was discharged by the hospital on January 5th, 2023. And the hospital did not file any paperwork at that time, attempting to have her committed as a danger Support to herself. Support the unseen live stream. She also kept meticulous and detailed daily medication logs it is in a diary that she wrote. She detailed that she had difficulties with each of the medications that were prescribed to her. Folks, she had and when she had issues them. with those medications, she detailed how her doctor had her stop that medication or wean off of it and then try something else. They were trying different medications to see what would work for her, what would benefit her. According to her husband, she was never on more than four to five medications at one time. And at the time of the murder, she was taking only three medications. Hmm. And he said to the police that she always took the medications as prescribed. After her stay at McLean, the defendant appeared to be getting better, according to her husband. She slept well, interacted with friends and family. She went out with her kids and husband to places like the Kingsbury Club in Duxbury, the Charlie Horse Restaurant, Charlie Horse. The Museum of Science in Boston, the Cape Cotter. Hi there, Lori. without any apparent difficulties. She even stayed alone with the children on several occasions without any issues in January of 2023. Seemed fine. Her husband asked her in mid-January, are you still having suicidal thoughts? And she said no. The defendant's parents visited the family the weekend of January 21st, 2023. They interacted with the defendant in person. The defendant was able to run errands while her mom watched the, the children. She texted mom. back and forth with her mother, and there was nothing out of the ordinary about these text messages. In fact... 
The defendant texted her mother on January 22nd, 2023, to ask how her her ride home went. During this conversation, the defendant's mother wrote, quote, enjoyed seeing everyone this weekend. Nice to see you doing better, end quote. On the night of the killings, Patrick Clancy was interviewed by the police at Beth Israel Deaconess Plymouth Hospital. He told the police that the defendant was having one of her best days. She was smiling and happy, and there was no indication that she was going to harm the kids. No one, no one at all, described her as acting like a zombie in the days leading up to the murder or on the day of the murders themselves. On February 5th, 2023, this past Sunday at 1.35 p.m., while sitting with Dr. Paul Zizel, the psychologist hired by defense counsel to evaluate her mental state, the defendant used Dr. Zizel's tel- cell phone to call her husband. Listen to this. She left a voicemail stating that she loved him. Yesterday, on February 6, 2023, at 10.09 a.m., she again used Dr. Zizel's cell phone to call her husband. This time he answered, and during this call, the defendant stated that after he left the house that night, she killed the kids because she heard a voice and had, quote, a moment of psychosis, end quote. One moment. He asked her what voices she heard, and she said she heard a man's voice telling her to kill the kids and kill herself because it was her last chance. Patrick Clancy told the police the defendant had never heard voices before. He also told the police the defendant had never used the word psychosis to him before. The first time she used that word psychosis was when she was with the doctor hired by defense counsel and using his cell phone. The defendant actually wrote a note on her phone on October 25th, approximately three months before this happened, October 25th, 2022. She wrote, quote, I think I sort of resent my other children because they prevent me from treating Cal like my first baby. Oh, my And I know God. that's not fair to them. I know that. I was feeling so depressed last evening when Cora and Dawson came home from school. Yes, Evelyn. I know it runs off on them. So Thank you, So we had a pretty Nicole. rough evening. I want to feel love and connection with all of my kids. She then wrote that she wants to have more kids eventually. What? The children were killed by ligature strangulation. That's not happening. Ligature Listen to strangulation this. causes the victim to become unconscious anywhere from 10 seconds up to a minute. The more the victim struggles, the longer it takes. After the victim is unconscious, the ligature must be held in place with force, squeezing the neck for up to an additional four to five minutes to cause death. Oh, my God. Therefore, she had to strangle each of them to unconsciousness and then make sure the bands were squeezing their little necks for several minutes. Oh. She could have changed her mind at any point during that time and removed those bands from their necks. And she did not. The defendant did not take advantage of the situation when her husband left the home that night. She created the situation. That's right. And she used Apple Maps to make sure she would have enough time to strangle each child before her husband returned from where she had sent him. The defendant is a danger to herself and others. She planned these murders, gave herself the time and privacy needed to commit the murders. And then she strangled each child in the place where they should have felt the safest, at home with their mom. She did so with deliberate premeditation and extreme atrocity and cruelty. And to supplement what the defense counsel's provided. All right, uh, now folks, I won't, I mean, you have to hear it. Good evening, one and all. It is, it is so disturbing. And um, like everyone else, I, I was, like many of you, disturbed after I heard that. I want to give credit to Farrah Paul. There's our friend Tommy Bryan. Farrah Paul, who pointed out the first question she asked <clears throat> was, 
do I need an attorney? Not where are my children? Not how is my husband? Not what happened? Do I need an attorney? Notice also they uncover the her attorney sends in the doctor to help her create the defense. Oh, we're going to have our own specialist look at her. She calls her husband. I think I had psychosis for a moment. The husband said that she's never used that word. But what is so I can't get past, there's Brenda and Janice. I'm telling you, Allison. You know what? I, I want to uh, tell you folks, as much as we enjoy humor most of the time, one after dark, I think we, <clears throat> we have to believe that in that moment, and it went on for a while, that she was insane because the alternative is so much worse. The alternative is, is too gruesome to think about. I mean, you hear about war atrocities. I was watching uh, over the weekend, binge watching. I'd seen it before, but I was watching again, rewatching Narcos, right? Pablo Escobar. And even like the cartel. Like, they don't shoot a little... It's it's her own children. Hi there, Gina. It is six... Well, I think it was four minutes max per child. But you know what? And, you know, I don't know how much we're... I'm telling you, Kathleen. We I think we have to believe she's insane because to think otherwise... I mean, and I thought, like many of you, Brian Walsh killed the wife and dismembered her is too much. You know what's a big problem with this? The husband said a lot, Evelyn. What else does that tell us? Tells us the husband's cooperating, right? That defense attorney, they send the doctor in to help her plan what her defense is. She's never mentioned the word psychosis. How many people out there? You go on my TikTok page, all these people, Lindsay's army of love. She, you, have you ever given birth? Even on my own page, actually. Um, she had postpartum psychosis. N never mentioned it before. But I want to give credit to Farrah Paul. That, it is, um, I don't know, Steve, Stevie. I have so much empathy for her. Postpartum psychosis. All right. I don't know what that's like. Hi there, Kelly. This is worse, <clears throat> excuse me, than Mark Perkins. This is a lot. Farrah, that's the thing. She knew what she was doing. The Apple Maps. Where can I send him to get takeout and also go CVS? I need him out of the house for 20, 20 minutes tops. You know what? This is what I was going to say. Like I, I, um, and I know folks, it is, I mean, what, you know, we have, we, we sometimes laugh, but this is, there's nothing, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, I, I don't think I could do this to anyone's children i mean anyone's children she did it to her own children you know what is so difficult also about this i'm telling you nicole there's michael correa and nancy it's it's not and i was trying to explain this to someone it's not a relatable crime it's not let's just say she got drunk she was at lunch she got drunk it was a dui and you know she hit some or whatever, was out and hit somebody or, or killed a family, which she did. She killed a family. I, 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 I've said, you know, DUI is one of those a lot of people say, hey, you know, therefore, 
the grace of God go I? Who hasn't had a tricky night? But this is, and I think where the prosecutor really hit this home. That's right, Jeff, women and infants, no symptoms at all. You had to know a Rhode Island hospital was going to be mixed up in this some way. She's in police custody. She should not be calling the husband. Notice that's the doctor. I don't think the doctor's supposed to let her use the cell phone. How about that, boy, this attorney? Does he want to just get her off? How about the, can you imagine the doctors, and the doctor, you see, you have psychosis. That's what you want to say. She heard voices for the first time, for just a moment she had it, a male voice told her. It's so disturbing. But what I think the prosecutor, that is exactly right, Jennifer. Jennifer Castro is 100%. Her parents couldn't get in to see her. She's, she's being processed before she's arraigned. No one can see her. Why is the doctor? Because the doctor, I believe, the defense attorney is trying to have her plant things with the husband. You know, he wrote that big thing. He forgave her. You know, I, I my wife tells me she loves me. Maybe they view him as he's going to be her big defender. That maybe he goes along with it. Come to think of it, I think she mentioned psychosis. It did take some time. You know what is so disturbing about this? I would think so. They're definitely going for the insanity plea. And I, I think for our purposes, we have to believe she was. Because like I said, I think the alternative is so difficult. But <clears throat> when, when you think about it, and I think the prosecutor maps this out pretty well, is how long it would take for each child. Like at no point did it, like, what am I doing? Right? Like you would think after... And again, it's too gruesome to almost contemplate. But the first one, she would just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Or one of the other children would say, Mommy, like, get up. You're hurting him or her or whoever. It's that's one methodical right after the other and then herself. Now, I did communicate with um, someone connected with that group today. I'm telling you, Jade, I, I don't know. And, and I'll admit, I, I mean, I listened to what her attorney had to say, but I spoke with someone from that group. I won't say who. I'm telling you, Nicole, it's 50-50 on my page. Have you ever delivered a child? I, I think somehow, as much as, hi there, Lynn, is, she did plan it, Sienna. She absolutely did. Brenda, five minutes each kid. And and one that's five and three, unless she locked the five-year-old in his office? Possible? I don't know. I I mean, we don't know. But you come out of that, the first thing you say is, do I need an attorney here? She gets out Apple Maps. I didn't even know there was an Apple Maps. I think it's like Google Maps. And maps out, I'm going to send him there. And then figures out, Okay, for the distance and everything, it's going to be about 20 to 25 minutes. And then how about he calls her from CVS and said she sounded like she was in the middle of something. Oh, she was in the middle of something, all right. I don't know. You know, but I, I think I just touched on something. As much as I say D, the prosecutor, Farrah Paul, did a wonderful job, and I appreciate you. I want you to know that. Folks, thank you for the stars tonight, by the way. We have so many new people. That's just a way. It helps support the program. I mean, we... You know, try to, especially this time of year, it's dark, it's cold. 
But uh, but anyhow, the um, and it's content. I mean, I provide original content. But the thing, you know, as I say, a DUI might be a more relatable crime. Or that's something an attorney told me. That many times a DUI, people regard it as, you know, it could happen to anybody. You know, who hasn't had a night? They had a little bit much to drink. Uh, but I'm wondering now if this, this element of the postpartum, if that is seen as women as a relatable, as a um, relatable crime, as a relatable crime, if that makes sense. I think that makes sense. So there's certain things, right? Like Brian Walsh dismembered his wife. I'd say that's unrelatable. Um, someone is driving somewhere and there's a road rage incident and someone is coming at them and they defend themselves and you know it's a manslaughter charge it, it could then be a self-defense case relatable what would you do someone breaks into your home type of thing you hear a noise an intruder have a weapon they threaten you 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 take them out but this i'm telling you robin i i don't know what to make of it i don't brenda says she should go to jail it's going to take a long time go to rehab home confinement i'm telling you brenda what does that tell you, Jennifer? Uh, face down. Let me see what you wrote. Didn't have the courage to look at their faces after she committed the murders. Or maybe that she had them face down as she did it. I don't know. There's Diane Anderson. No one chooses to have... I, I agree with that, Stevie. But I... And I normally... But I, I wonder about that she she was not was it missed so the doctors a, a lot of things we learned a lot about today hi there ellie um kathleen is saying a psychosis he can fool everyone including the doctors hmm. evelyn's right she took them down to the basement sent him out knew how long it would take and then jumped into action what about when when he called when he called, what if it had been like, what's going on? I, You know, I, I told the story. Or it was a story in the Globe. John says she's not beating this case. I don't know what to make of it. The two boys were face down. Ah. Well, it was definitely premeditated. Five-year-old you would think is going to fight. Yeah. Um, this is going to drag on a long time. You know, look look what the attorney already was able to do. Get a doctor, let her use the cell phone, and call the husband. Not once, but twice. But they didn't know that the husband was speaking with the authorities. And then, look, he's obviously cooperating, right? He, he, he could have said that was a private conversation, or he's telling them that's the first time I've heard him mention psychosis. But I, I just go to, I don't know. So then she fooled all the doctors. But what I want to say was there was a story where a mother said, and I, I mentioned this on the radio show, that Amber, that is such a, an, a very honest um, observation. I felt deep compassion for her. After hearing it, it really put me on the fence. I agree with no special treatment. I agree with that. I'm not convinced of that. 
she's going to get special treatment. But let me just finish. There was a story in the Boston Globe. There was this mother that was convinced she needed to kill herself and her children. She poisoned their ice cream. And just as she had poisoned the ice cream, was about to serve it, phone rang. She answered. It was her pastor. And her pastor said, I understand you're feeling a little down. I need to, wanted to just check in on you. And he kept her on the phone a little bit. And when they hung up, the ice cream had melted and she changed her mind and didn't poison herself or the children. So you wonder, I mean, the husband calls her from the aisle of CVS. She doesn't answer. But then when he does get her on the phone, conversation lasted 14 seconds. She tells him what type of medication to get. And then he said it sounded like she was in the middle of something. I'm telling you, Anna, it is just unimaginable. This is not even wartime type stuff, right? I mean, it's it's not. You don't hear. Uh, it's not even a war, like wartime type crime is not like this. This, it, it's it's the type of thing, you know, let's all be honest. You don't even want to dwell on it. He left her alone with them. He knew she had it. I have so much sympathy for him as well. Now, Stevie, that is not correct. And, and again, there's a difference between opinion and misinformation. Stevie, who knows? Not exactly a real name, but I'll play along. He knew she had it. That's not what the doctors say. And that's not what he said. And there's nothing in the journal to suggest that. So you have the husband and the doctors on one side. She's on the other side. So I just want to, there's a difference between you want to do opinion. He knew she had it. So that, that is not what they came out in court today on. Not at all. She was busy, Farah. You're exactly right, Jennifer. They are well known. She was not on, that was another thing. The defense attorney, 12 different medications. That's not true. You know, I have a problem with, um, and I, someone may say, well, that's the job of the defense attorney. But boy, her attorney and I know that he's a very well-respected attorney in Brockton and so forth. And um, But the um, all the spin they've been doing, right? I don't, like, who convinced him to write that first thing about her? Maybe they thought they could get the husband on their side. The husband's communicating with the prosecution. The husband's communicating with police. Doesn't sound like the husband is siding with her not in any way i found today in what we learned and i had said um and and they did disclose i had known about the basement i knew from the first night about the exercise bands and i had also said i didn't want to be the one to bring that stuff out it's too gruesome i've heard other stuff i don't know if it's true i don't know if it's true and they didn't want to just say anything today um I, well, whatever. I initially had heard the takeout took a little bit longer, but that's not what it was. It was because of the CVS run as well. But we didn't know she picked the restaurant. She mapped out how long does it take. So they live in Duxbury. The restaurant was in Plymouth. So they easily could have gone somewhere local. No, you know, and she has, how about she went to the pediatrician that morning? Seemed totally fine. Came home, built a snowman. With the five-year-old and the three-year-old, seemed totally fine. Everyone that interacted with her. Her parents were there that weekend. I thought it was effective when the prosecutor said, 
She was not in a zombie state. So, I, you know, there's still a lot about the case. How could he have been living with her and not noticed any signs? I don't know the answer to that. We, we haven't heard anything like that. You know, I, I don't know. I'm curious about this person that suddenly pops up. Stevie, who knows, but I'll allow it. Um, that's interesting to put direction under the husband. How could he have been living with her and not notice any signs? Her parents were there that weekend. Her parents didn't notice anything. She was communicating and interacting with people. So it, 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 if you want to point the finger at the husband, I think you'd have to say that, that if she fooled him, that maybe she fooled everyone. I don't know, Holly Ferris. Very commonly said it is. No, Brenda, it was, uh, I thought it was closer to, I think it was closer to 530, 535. I could play it again, but I think it was closer to 535, the timeline. Um, I don't believe it was 5, I don't think it was 515, but we'll, I can pull that up. But anyhow, well, folks, that is the latest. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, I, I just don't remember a story this heartbreaking with a parent. That's exactly right, Janet. Her mother said, well, you know, good to see you doing better. The parents take the ride and go through it. Um, you know, they want to get a sense of her. They must have left feeling, all right, she's doing better. The fact the mother said, I'm glad to see you doing better shows that it was certainly known in the family that she was struggling, that she was having some problems. That's what it sounds like. Uh, not tonight. We'll have another night about that. Um, Tommy. <laughs> it is six weeks till spring. We'll have a much more at nights. Thank you, Jennifer Castro. I didn't realize that. Some in the law field. I know, Ellie. Can you imagine the first thing she asked? Do I need a lawyer here? Huh. Do I need a lawyer? Interesting. Not where are the children? Are they okay? Wow. How's my husband? What happened? Right? Like she's coming out of a drug haze. Why'd she have the mask on? She is in a hospital. You also know the defense of her attorney said... I don't think we need the camera on her. So that may have been, you know, you don't know where it plays in. The judge said, no, I, I think this arrangement is fine. I think this arrangement is fine where you, she stayed on the screen. But as far as the mask, she's in the hospital. And I, you know, just wonder if that's a way to kind of shield her, so to speak. I'm not saying it's the most effective way. This is what we saw. That's her, Lindsay Clancy, and Zoom in the courtroom. And then um, it, it is just so initially, you know, her, so she's on Zoom beamed in. And her attorney said, all right, can we shut that off? We don't need to be able to see her. And the judge turned them back. So, folks, it is. I, I don't remember. I mean, the, oh, the Anna Walsh thing was... Uh, like I said, I mean, that was gruesome. Um, a lot of these crimes are. But this one is just, it, it's, from the minute the story broke, I had doubts. I'm telling you, Nicole, I don't know what to make of it. How about that? Regretted having the other two children? Felt bad? 
Maybe people feel that way. I don't, you know, I'm the youngest of seven, so I don't know. They said she had anxiety. That's exactly right. Thank you. For not postpartum. No one mentioned psychosis. Yes. The GoFundMe for Patrick is over $1 million. I don't know what he's going to do with the money. That's a very good question. Well, she did go. She, they, see, everything seemed fine. I'm telling you, Kristen. Over one million. I don't know. It is um no one does. Three. She did. She tried to jump out the window. Overwhelmed. I, I don't know. She went to the, took the little one to the pee that morning. Did a snowman that afternoon. She wasn't like in a robe all day. <clears throat> I've heard of people that have had complete breakdowns they can't get out of bed they unless the meds wore off or the med, i i don't that was rough today and and i'll share with the you know and i recognize the president's state of the union is tonight thank you again for the stars everyone for supporting one after dark cranston pd live we're going to be doing it again this week i'm going to post for subscribers only when we're doing it first they get to find out first but i think what just um we, we can't be lost is number one if you've been paying attention there have been so many people that have been supportive of her all these women how dare you you don't know what it's like not guilty not guilty i had that you know uh, the blues the weepies the, uh, postpartum depression so forth but the prosecutors were all business the prosecutors were she was methodical she didn't find herself alone with them she made a, made sure she was alone with them she sent him out. She researched how long it was going to take. She called in to uh, the CBS. She made the arrangements and picked that restaurant. She sent him on the mission to get him out of the house to do that. So now that started sometime late afternoon. Maybe came in from after the snowman. But it's 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 not what one might think of when when there have been people that have lack of a better phrase a complete breakdown and normally they haven't showered they don't eat they don't sleep they're in a robe they can't get out of bed they are crying they're i want to die i mean it's you know terrible that's the thing Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, Stevie, who knows? Prosecutors were very good. There's my friend, Mary Ann, my old classmate. That's what she said. You know, I want to touch on that just for another minute, Amber Rose. Having one of the best days in a long time. Now, right afterwards, I speak, as many of you know, Juan communicates with many different individuals, but I talked to a criminologist, and he believes... He believes the reason that she said that was because she had made a decision of what she was going to do. Don't, I'm just, don't kill the messenger here. The reason why she was having one of the best days she's had in a while, because now it all seemed clear. The children needed to go. Again, he said he's, 
He's heard people that are in distress. And then the moment that they come up with their plan, it's like a burden has been lifted. Now they know what they're going to do. So then they're happy, as crazy as that sounds. Thank you, David Sermartino. No, no, absolutely not. The whole thing of the basement. I think that there's, there are many things that did surprise me today. And I, I want to come back to the length of time for those bands. Now, I, I've heard, I don't want to get into the goriness of it. I've heard different things about it, but I think we'll learn more as we go along. Folks, it is Tuesday night. I know this was a heavy one. Yes. Um, it's like Google Maps, but it's Apple Maps is what it is. Thank you, Jane Rice. Glad to have buddies doing better. Uh, we're hearing Ladybug is doing better. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into any more details, but we heard that she is slowly maybe on the mend. But we'll have to wait and see. All right, we're back on the radio tomorrow at 11. The President's State of the Union is tonight. I have to watch it. I mean, I don't want to watch it. Um, but, folks, this one, we're going to, you know, we, we've gone very in-depth on this case. We're going to continue this has been, and this is a this is a difficult case. It is. I mean, anyone that heard that, if you heard that, and if you haven't heard it, I posted on the page. The first ten to twelve minutes of that here, you know, arraignment this afternoon is as rough as it gets. It just is. It. I don't know. I I I can't. You're right. People people that say, you you don't know what it's. Like. You're right. I don't know what it's like. Those thoughts have never entered my mind. Never. I'll, I'll come back to, listen, there are people that say, my, my family will be better off without me. My children will be better off without me. They're wrong, right? Twitch on Ellen. Something happened. Something snaps. Twitch the DJ, leaves his house, takes a handgun, checks into a hotel, whatever, motel, very close to his home, and takes his own life. He was wrong. You know, my my family would be better off without me. It, it does happen, but not this. This is just, it is, it is unimaginable. And I, I just want to say one more thing. It, it's not even the type of thing you'd hear about Russian troops doing to Ukrainian children or something. I mean, it just, it's, it's Holocaust type stuff. I mean, it's beyond the pale. All right, it is Tuesday night. Thank you, everybody. Post any comments that you like. Subscribe to the page. Thank you for the stars. It's been a very heavy Tuesday night edition. The Duxbury case of one after dark.